listening to a podcast from Light FM. Unlocking the secret to better parenting. This is Growing Pains on the Light Breakfast. So today it's a bit of a special Growing Pains because we have a question for you around a topic that we were talking about last week uh, as a team. And the question is, how do you talk to your children about death? And Terry, you had a very interesting story about what friends of yours decided to do. Yeah, it's interesting because um, they wanted to prepare their kid mm-hmm. for in the event that someone in their lives was lost, right? right? So when the kid turned five years old, what they did was they got her a pet fish. Okay. But it's not even one of those like nice fish. It's just this like I, I think this fish is normally used as bait. Oh, <laughs> so okay. it's not meant really to be a pet. But okay. it was a cute fish and they would feed it every day and the mm-hmm. lifespan of this fish is not particularly long right. either. So then they, they knew that it would not survive for okay. very long. And then in when that fish finally did pass on, they then used the opportunity as um a lesson and a chance to actually explain to her uh, about losing someone and how all life is finite and it doesn't keep going. Right. So they use that as an example. And they waited till she was five years old, though. That was their opinion of it. Of course, not everyone is going to do the same thing. Not everyone is going to agree. But I do but like that, that method, idea. Yeah. It's like you can't prepare for something like this, but to have that sort of conversation already sort of there, mm, because mm. it's in cartoons. I mean, you think about yes, cartoons, yes. you know, Roadrunner's always like, you know, be, <laughs> being sort of like thwarted. But he keeps coming back, though. It does keep coming back, yes. <laughs> yeah. But there are, you know, these things that happen. And so, you know, it's always there somewhere in the ether. Mm, and they sort of mm. have this uh, controlled conversation and also have enough time, uh, you know, fish willing, living fish long willing. enough to have <laughs> sort of like prepare yourself. I think it's a really good entry point to having a conversation about yeah. life. And, and they really death. thought about it. Yeah. That's why we want to hear your opinion mm. as well. How do you talk to your children about death? Yeah. So it was very strange, but like my conversations, I think with my son mm. came about because of losing one of my best friends when I was about 11, 10, 11 years old. Right. And I saw her progressively getting sicker and sicker. She had a a brain tumor mm. and you know visited her and saw sort of that sort of demise of health as it were and then one day she was gone and I wasn't taken to her funeral there was no sort of ending and no real discussion about it except for the fact that you know she wasn't here anymore mm. and I guess as a kid I didn't sort of like think much more than that except for not be able to really process that right. and only many years later when I became an adult did I realize that that actually stopped me from um, learning a lot of things or processing a lot of things and and even being ready for things you know in my adult life when I started to lose right. um, other like people you weren't like able to mourn properly at that point in time when you were 11 yeah and there was a massive gap like mm. one day I saw her and she was not in great health and then And then she was gone from my life. And then that was it. So I remember when my son was really quite young, just a little bit younger than me with my first loss. And um, we lost my grandmother. Mm. And he was there. And I made sure that he was there at the house when we were preparing her for the last rites and everything. And whilst I didn't talk to him then and there about it, he was very much a part of the thing because I needed him to understand that this was a part of life and because there was a normalcy around it it, there was a comfort for him that okay this is something that happens and then after that we started to have conversations that went on for years and years about Mm. what happens when you die and there's never any sort of like end conversation because you know he'd always come back with well, how do you know you've right. never died and I could never understand uh, never answer that sorry and so we just left it as I guess no one knows and that thing about living 
now, for now, became right. sort of the most important message. So it makes you appreciate and make the most of the life that you have. Yeah, because yeah, you know, we, we don't know. No one's come back, right? Right. right. So um, that's sort of how it's gone with me. We want to hear about you. Like, how do you talk to your children about death? How have you? Give us a call right now on 03-954-3333 or send us a message or voice note to the DigiLight line 016-510-8888. The Light Breakfast with Asha and Terry. Good morning on this special edition of Growing Pains. Mm-hmm. We've got a question for you. We want to hear your thoughts on it, also your experience when it comes to this. How do you talk to your children about death? That's right. It was a conversation we were having and we thought, well, you know, we put it out to you because everybody needs some kind of good advice or direction because mm. I don't think in our generations we ever had this, right? So Justin wrote into the DigiLight line saying, I just had this conversation with our daughter about a month ago. We lost our cat. My wife's mother also passed away and it was a very difficult time. Our daughter's mm. nine years old and so far all of our conversations have focused on feelings about not having the people we love or animals we love around us anymore. My wife and I are in a mixed marriage and so therefore come from different cultures with different beliefs. So we consciously decided to focus on feelings and do as much research on how to navigate the what happens when you die conversation a little later on when it comes up. But so far, we're taking her lead on whether she wants to share or ask. I think that's a a really good point there, especially when you come from mixed cultures, mixed beliefs. You know, it can be really confusing for a kid. And this also highlights one more thing. Mm. Before talking to the child have the conversation between the parents as well first that's right yeah, <laughs> you need to be on the be, same page right exactly. have that game plan if you yes. have two parents if you're, uh, you're co-parenting that mm-hmm. is right um, here's a message from Honey I had to talk to my son about death after he watched The Lion King at four years old thanks Mufasa <laughs> We told him that all living things are energy. After we pass, that energy goes to another place and we all will reunite in that same place eventually. That's a that's a nice yeah. way of, of kind of not being specific, but also right. being specific enough to kind of and for a four year old to try to grasp that idea, old. right? Yeah, because yeah. exactly. depending on how old that child mm. is when you're talking to them about it, or if you're forced to have that discussion. It makes a difference. It, it makes does. a difference. A huge world of difference. Hi, Elaine. What was your experience? You know, there are two different scenarios here that I I could think of. One was like if she had experienced someone in the family who passed on, mm-hmm. and that was my stepdad. Okay, mm-hmm. that was the first uh, first one. But I thought that I needed to tell her at an earlier age mm. because when she was about five years old. And then I think there was something on TV or something, and then there was something about death. Right. And then she actually asked me, she said, Mama, does everybody die at the end? Mm-hmm. At five. It was very difficult for me to try to explain to her because being a single mom and all that, I had no partner to actually help me with this, mm-hmm. you know? So I used very, very, like, simple words to talk to her about death. You know, I was, I was very calm and caring about it. But at the same time, she was crying. Because Aww. it can be very traumatizing for a child when they actually find out they're actually going to die at some point, you know. And the thought yeah, of losing of... someone, of course, they might think that they're going to lose yes. their parent as well. So, so what did you tell so her? The, yeah, yeah. the good thing was that when I spoke to her about it when she was about five, then she experienced when Uncle Johnny passed away, she kind of like was able to, uh, you know, relate to it. So it wasn't so bad. So I always believe that, you know, I think we should tell our children, I think between the age of five and seven, you know, you don't want mm. to traumatize, traumatize them too young, but 
start yeah, that conversation. Yeah, you can have a conversation. Yeah, very difficult conversation. Conversation. Trust me. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to ask you actually because you know when when you're planning something, all right, you've got time to sort of think about it. But this was like on the spot. She'd yes. seen something. Mm. She yes. was young and asked you this question, and you're like, yes. "Wait, I haven't had time to think of it." It's like, <laughs> how did you kind of? Take that breath and focus um, on what you were going to say. To be honest, I was already thinking about it mm. because there were a couple of things that I felt that I needed to talk to her about right. at right. that age. One of the topics was was that, so I was actually kind of well a little prepared. But when the time came for me to actually talk to her about mm-hmm. it. I was scared. My heart was beating so fast. Yeah. It's not an easy subject to talk to a five-year-old, you know. So, mm. so I mean, she was crying for a little bit. But after a while, I think it's just natural instinct that you just kind of, as you grow older, and then you kind of know that this is part of life, you know. Mm. I think it was okay with me, but it was a very terrifying moment when she actually asked me this question. I can absolutely imagine and empathize with you. Thank yeah. you so much for sharing, Elaine. You're most welcome. You've been listening to a Light FM podcast on Shock. That's S Y O K.